Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and welcome to BitCast 75. Joined as usual with the same crew we always have, Dan Tacular, Bainsley, this week over there. <laughs> oh, Had a, God. Like a rowdy night last night. A little bit. And uh, Bert, as always, I'm, I'm pretty boring this week. So uh, we're going to talk about the news this week like we always do. No review for this week, but we do have a pretty fun listener question, and we'll talk about it right after our news. So let's jump straight to the news, and what all three of us probably consider one of our favorite games of all time is finally coming to PC. Now there is a caveat, and it might be a caveat for you if you're one of those PC gamers that hates the 15 launchers that exist today. So let's start with that news first. So there is a Rockstar Games launcher that is now out. You can get it today and you can already get a whole bunch of games, but the game that I'm specifically talking about is Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC and that is going to be on November 5th. I had to look at my dates because I thought it was November 8th for some reason, but it is November 5th, but you can get the Rockstar Games launcher today. So let's talk about the games launcher really quick and then we'll talk about uh, Red Dead, which is I guess the big news here um, as far as what you're getting for that. So. Dan, I know you've been jumping a little bit more into PC gaming than a bit more than Ains and myself, but um, do you see yourself potentially getting this Rockstar Games Launcher? Do you have it already? What do you see yourself doing here? Um, probably not. Um, it's so much more convenient for me to play it on the console. Um, if, if it was something new, I, I might try it out. Um, I've, I've got Borderlands 3 now for the PC and for the Xbox. I've been kind of dabbling a little bit. Is there cross-progression? It's not cross-progression, cross uh, so I got to start off with the character, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it, it, I'm just kind of starting to dabble into it a little bit. It, it's not, you know, something that... that The launcher thing, I never really understood it until now, so it, it, it's, it is kind of annoying. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, this is great for PC players that haven't had the chance to play it. Um, it's probably going to look outstanding on those high-end rigs, so... Um, just keep it coming, man. You know, I mean, if, I, from now on, though, with that launcher, I'm wondering if if every release from here on out will be, you know, day and date, you know, on the PC as well. It's like the console releases. Oh, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know for sure that GTA Six will not get. You know, everyone yeah. will download it for that. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I don't know. On the launcher front, I it it was kind of funny. I think we've talked about before where. You have all these core ones, EA, Ubisoft, um, obviously goes without saying Steam and stuff, but it was like, all right, what other company will create a launcher? And if there's one company that can do it with their own portfolio, it's Rockstar, because people will download it to play Red Dead 2, uh, especially once they start offering mods for it, because the modding community will go nuts. And then uh, GTA 6, it goes without saying, um, will bring everyone to the launcher. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna play on PC, I'm perfectly happy you know, with it on the X, and hopefully they do some upgrades when Scarlet and PS5 hit, but, um, you know, cool that PC players who are dedicated PC players finally get to play. Yeah, so, just a bit of news on if you do reserve Red Dead Redemption 2, so first of all, if you get the game's launcher today, you can get Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for free, um, that is the, I guess, the introductory thing they're doing for the actual launcher itself. But, and I need to look at my notes here because there's so much here. If you um, pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2, you also get um, two free Rockstar PC titles with it. So you would get, uh, out of and out of these, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, San Andreas, you're already getting. But Bully Scholarship Edition, L.A. Noir, and Max Payne 3 Complete Edition. So if you are wanting to get those, you get those for a limited time. Um, 
The other things that have been talked about is there will be some enhancements for the PC uh, Red Dead Redemption. Um, they haven't exactly said exactly what those are. They've only said graphically and technical enhancements. That's all they're really telling us. Assuming you're probably going to get a higher resolution maybe if you uh, run on PC and your rig can actually handle that. Just keep in mind most PC gamers today are on a 1080p monitor. <laughs> so if you're going to be jumping to a 4K screen or something crazy like that, um, just make sure you have the right kind of equipment for that. But Sounds cool. I mean, I know that um, the funny thing is when Red Dead Redemption 2 was released for console and not PC, I heard a number of people that were like, well, I got to go get the X now because I want to play um, on really high resolution. And there was a pretty big difference between the X versus the Pro. And so there was a few extra Xbox sales during that time that I was surprised. And I'm sure there was PlayStation sales as well. But um, it was funny to see the PC crowd be like, oh, crap, I actually have to get a console to play this game. <laughs> well, it's and native so 4K were, on X1X. Right, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I don't. I think it's um, pretty hard to argue that any game looks better from like the world perspective than Red Dead. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's so. kind of the other th funny thing. I heard people like Van mention. He's like, can't wait to play it at 144 frames. I'm like, have you played Red Dead 2? Because that's not the game where 144 yeah. frames is gonna make that much of a difference. It's a very slow and methodical game. Yeah. You know, it's not like a first-person competitive shooter. So um, that's what. That's kind of what I mean. If there were a huge jump up you know from the x but being native 4k on the oled already uh and knowing the type of game it's just not enough reason to play it on pc though what i am looking forward to seeing is um like ultra wide support those guys who have like the 21 Ooh. by 9 monitors yeah. because like witcher 3 on pc is stunning when that ultra wide so it'd be cool to see red dead like that yeah, I'm the same way. I've, I've seen some of the, the Witcher 3 stuff in 4K with that crazy monitor and just seeing the world come yeah. alive in front of you was just mind-blowing. It's amazing. Um, it's like art. You can just leave Witcher running as a back backdrop or something. Yep. So, cool. Well, that's the big news. If you were interested in it, take a look at our site. We have everything linked uh, to the Rockstar page if you want more information um, as far as... Um, you know what games you might be interested in maybe you're a big rockstar fan and want to see if one of your old games is there most of the stuff is there so you are able to see and and get the stuff from the pc launcher so take a look uh, other big news this week and i guess this was the start of the week the biggest uh, bombshell at monday tuesday range was sean Layden is stepping down from sony so um if you've been following the the media these days with what's going on sony playstation and you know xbox and nintendo sean laden has been the guy that's been kind of the center of the stage for all the, the sony announcements and stuff and he is stepping down a lot of speculation if um he retired if he was fired if there was some kind of negative stuff that happened because he was leaving i'm not sure how much we can speculate up on that without knowing the exact details but this is a big um piece of news as Sean Layden seems like the guy that was trying to bridge the gap and kind of bridge gaming in general and staying away from Sony's old school let's keep everything just Sony mentality um but what do you guys have on this one I mean this was a big thing for me I know like I said he's been trying to change stuff to be more friendly and I was kind of very open to that um but this seems like a big piece of news yeah it's as you said it's kind of odd because they didn't really officially say <clears throat> what happened um there was an announcement that he was leaving, but then stepping down, and then someone said he was, you know, it was like kind of forced out, and it came at a time when uh, another executive out in the Japanese branch of Sony um, left as well, and um, I don't know, just really kind of strange. Sony's very good at managing a message, though. We, we've seen that in all fronts, and so if there is anything negative here, they kind of didn't let it come out that way. Um, 
But it is strange, you're right, because Sean Layden's the guy who's talked about crossplay and talked about, you know, the future of the console and what PlayStation looks like 10 years from now, and, and then suddenly he's gone. Uh, very, very weird. I think there's definitely something here, we just don't know what it is. But it is sad. Layden has been there for a very long time, like 20-some years, I think. He uh, was an industry icon. He was up there, you know, with uh, Reggie and Phil, um, kind of promoting just you know cross-platform gaming and so it's kind of sad to see him go yeah i'll just echo what you guys said it's it's, it stinks (laughs) because the guy seemed like a good dude uh you know sony's always been one of those companies that you know will basically take the you know the top reign and then just step on your throat and and that's that's how they do it you know they just keep going and going and they just like nope i'm gonna do that and you know it almost sounds like like Layden was almost like one of those guys that was trying to be like, hey, this, the industry is changing 100%. And I think he realized that. And I think, you know, th- this is all speculation. I think that's maybe what happened, you know, and, and Sony maybe still wants to have that mentality of, you know, we're just going to keep pounding and pounding and pounding, you know, but eventually that's going to come to a point where it's not going to work, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that'll be unfortunate for us as gamers if that ever happens um, something about only being able to shear a sheep or something yeah something like that <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that wasn't on the list <laughs> but yeah um mm-hmm. you know what i mean i hope he does well wherever he goes um i'm sure he can go pretty much anywhere he wants to at this point except for sony um <laughs> but you know i wish him well he seemed like a great dude um uh, I love I love those industry heads that you know are more personable and you know relate yeah. to the fans a little bit better. You know he's, he's, he seems like a gamer, so respect, man. Didn't he? And he gave the keynote at Dice this year, didn't he? I think so. I, I yeah, sounds yeah, familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, something something's odd here. I, I something happened for sure, and it was kind of weird too because the same day they started quoting Jim Ryan, you know, the head of the UK Sony, yep. who's known as like. He's not very popular in the gaming community. He's the guy yeah. who said, "Why would you want to play old games?" and you know, yep. talk down on crossplay. And he just, yeah, he's. I don't know why <laughs> you get rid of Layden, and then you've got quotes from Jim Ryan, who nobody likes. Uh, really odd. Weird. Yeah, the and just for people wondering what the what the speculation was is that there was an internal power struggle between him and Jim Ryan. Like I said, we don't know the details. This is probably one of those stories that that stuff will poke out in six months to a year, maybe even after that, and find out what the actual issue was. Uh, but we don't know. And the, and the funny thing, and I think we talked about this on chat this week, is they haven't named a successor. Um, we don't know who that person's going to be yet. If there's someone that maybe has the title already and they're holding it back, whether it's an internal hire or an external hire, we don't really know. But it, it does seem like there's something going on at the offices at Sony, and we just don't know about it. Um, and I guess that remains to be seen. So uh, I thought, some interesting stuff here. I thought P.S. Bra got the position. Did we know? Yeah. We didn't confirm that? That's right. He, he yes. did have a little news announcement on Twitter. <laughs> we'll make sure. Should yeah, link that he's, somewhere. <laughs> he's changing things all over the company already. It's a complete restructure. <laughs> I know Nac 3 coming. So that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, that, that's actually an easy segue for us. So um, Sony, and not the bra news, but Sony. Um, <laughs> speaking of bra, 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 and here we have bra. Hey, bra's are going. Um, no, so PlayStation Now did get a substantial discount of 50% uh, cheaper subscription service. And if you have not been familiar with PlayStation Now, it's actually been around for a long time. And it is their streaming and now downloadable service 
that you can get from a subscription type system. And um, I guess the easiest way to compare it is Game Pass, but Game Pass is a bit different. Um, but with PlayStation Now, you do have access to PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4 games. It wasn't until the past six months to a year or so that you could actually download those games um, and play them on your system. Um, you can also play on your PC with no PlayStation console. So if you're a, a PC owner and you're wanting to um, actually play some of these games, you can actually just get the PlayStation Now service and play it remotely from your actual uh, PC. So that's some good news. And the other big news on this is that they have added some hits on here. So God of War has been added, uh, Uncharted, and also Sucker Punch's Infamous Second Son, which is, I think, almost a launch title. So it it's kind of weird yeah. that it hasn't been on there. Um, yeah, but the but cost-wise, though, I did say cut in 50%. So if you don't know what it used to cost, it was $20 a month. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, $100 a year, so $99.99. Um, and if you get it now, it's uh, $10 a month or $60 um, a year. So the overall yearly subscription is not 50% off, but the monthly is. But um, it has been fixed quite a bit throughout the years. I don't, I don't think the technology is exactly where we want it to be today. But um, I think it is pretty impressive from a cost perspective that you can get this at almost five, six bucks a month if you do buy the yearly subscription, which most people do um, that are getting the subscription services. But what do you guys think here? Are you guys going to give this a try? Are the games too old for you and you really don't have an interest? Or what are you guys thinking? I uh, I was never really interested in PS Now, but they're they're starting to make it more attractive, right? Um, the fact that you can download your games is the biggest thing for me. I don't want to stream while I'm sitting at home um, because it's just unreliable. So uh, the fact that you can download most of the games now is good news to me. And sixty bucks for a year, so five bucks a month. I mean, hell, that's next to nothing for this many games. So now the only mm -hmm. thing is, like you said, is in terms of new games, they're still not getting first party day and date like Game Pass, which is the biggest thing for me. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to get enough play out of it to even warrant having it because I'm already tied up with so many games as it is. But I think it's still a very attractive option now um, at $5 a month for, for the number of games you can get. And like you said, with PS3 or PS2 and PS3 libraries on there, it makes it uh, pretty interesting too. So I need to check it out and, and look exactly what games I may play on it, but I, I just haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. I, I haven't really looked. And I mean, it's a hell of a deal. Even Shu got it, man. Yeah, that's, that's right. He responded yeah. to my post on Twitter. See, that's crazy. Yeah. Shoo. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, now it's a good deal. So now the guys at Sony are. You know, <laughs> she was like, it wasn't very good value yeah, before. It really wasn't getting <laughs> in on that. I did talk to some people, but you know what? I mean, it, it's cool, man. I mean, this is this is awesome. You know, it's a ha it, you know cutting it in half like that. That's that's nuts. Um, I'm not a huge streaming guy either, um, but we'll see. I mean, I might pick it up for for sixty bucks. I bet you know you'll find it for. 50 or 45 somewhere you know on a sale for like a year pass or something at some no, point i did i thought playstation stopped doing that did they remember you can only buy the digital stuff from them directly now you can buy psn credit but you can't buy games or services you can buy you can get on amazon right now and buy a right pass right like a year you can pass? buy you can buy psn credit but oh, you I can't think... buy any digital games on no no no, no i mean i meant like uh like a year pass to PS Now, yeah, the PS Now. Oh, because I know they have that. I saw that on Amazon. The other oh, day. I got you. I yeah. just didn't know if it ran cheaper. That's all. That that uh, that's what I don't know. You know I got you. Sometimes they would have. I'll know, get on board here eventually, guys. Sorry. We'll have, you guys happen. okay over there? <laughs> it's yeah. a long night. What's going on over there? It's like I the Bainsley know. side effect. Your the, the venom in your veins is still <laughs> kicking in a little bit. Oh man. Anyway, it's a good deal. And if you want to play some PS2 games, which I might. Uh, go pick it up, man. 
right now. Right on. Yeah, so here's here's the funny thing with me, um, Ainge, you're talking about the launch title. So one of the things that I've taken advantage of Game Pass for is older games that have come out maybe in the past six months to a year that I didn't touch, and now I'm coming back to them and really yep. getting a lot of it. Um, I wonder if PlayStation gamers will kind of do the same. Maybe there's a game they didn't touch for a while. It gets added to PSN now, and they might go back and play it. I mean, if you look at the uh, PlayStation 4 catalog, it's decent. It's not amazing quite yet but it's getting there but if there's maybe a game that you didn't touch and you are using this service it might be good to check that out that's one of the best things about uh, uh, game pass and i'm sure playstation now eventually but um with playstation touting their exclusives so much it's not like uh, xbox goes around and says check out our exclusives playstation does this so you think that they would maybe think about this a little bit more from a uh, day and day, a date and day, and when it comes out, that's something you definitely want to check out um, and think about. That they'll be doing that. You know, Last of Us coming out, Ghost of Tsushima. We've got Death Stranding coming. You know, if those come out, even maybe a week after or something, you know, that'll definitely get a lot more subscribers in there. But I think the subscription model still felt relatively new for Sony, and if they want to take advantage of that. But yeah, definitely some room for improvement. Five bucks a month is nothing. That's chump change. That's that's tax on people's lunch sometimes. So. <laughs> What do you eat for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, y'all remember when you used to be able to get lunch for like five bucks somewhere? Hell no, that thing's like ten dollars. Not anymore. Now, 12, 15 yeah. bucks. Yeah. You get a sub at Subway. I just cool cut condo. Yeah. It's gross. Not a sponsor. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Gross. Subway gross. now. Look. Anyway. Anyways. Ever since so Jared left, they've gone downhill. It's been crap. <laughs> oh, Jared. I'll leave that one alone. There's some jokes that could have no, followed that up, but just not appropriate. <laughs> so, anyways, if you are a PlayStation Now gamer, let us know if you've noticed a difference in the service quality, maybe software, maybe technology that you're using. We have seen a few people said that the PC streaming is now nearly flawless, but there's still a, you can definitely detect lag at points. But let us know what you think and what the service has done. I'm curious to see what they've done and how that old price tag was legitimized at some point, because that's kind of crazy to think about. But um, anyways, moving on to some just fun news here. So with Terminator Dark Fate right around the corner, the T-800 has hit Mortal Kombat 11. We did have a trailer come out this week that finally showcased some of his gameplay. They showed his uh, x-ray move. They showed his fatality. It looks all pretty fantastic. And I was kind of weirded out at first. I was like, how is uh, the T-800 going to fit in the Mortal Kombat universe? Surprisingly fits really well. <laughs> so if you've been playing a lot of games these days, it seems like Terminator's all over the place. But this is actually out for early access next week um, or this coming week depending on when you're listening um, and it will be available for everybody within that next week as well so have you guys seen this trailer what do you think i mean it looks pretty awesome yeah it was strange to see kind of arnold right like in the game um but uh like you said it, it fits well it looks good um i have the ultimate edition of mortal kombat 11 so i i own this but i don't know if i'm gonna get back to play it uh, i may log on just to check it out but uh, Nether Realm's just really good in this regard. They always make things kind of look and feel good. They just they've really gotten this down to a science, I think, with Mortal Kombat and Injustice, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Dan's <laughs> checking it out. <laughs> I don't even yep. have the game, but yeah, cool. Dan, Dan's like, yes. <laughs> well, the trailer is fun. I mean, even if you don't play it, the trailer is fun to yeah. watch. I mean, I, I have a buddy who. Literally, all he watches with Mortal Kombat 11 is just the fatalities. So, um, I'm the same way. By the way. I know who you're talking you about. Are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, the other day, he was over at my house and he was like, Oh, man, this looks cooler in person. I was like, That's what happens when you actually game versus just watch a stream. <laughs> um, it looks completely different. But, anyways, 
he's out um october 6th like i said uh sorry october 8th today's october 6th and um <laughs> check him out if you are looking for the dlc character so Another one that I don't have a lot of details for, but I'm going to let you guys really drive this one out. But uh, Borderlands celebrates its 10th anniversary. Um, with that being said, we have Halloween right around the corner, and there's a lot of fun stuff coming from an event perspective with Borderlands 3. And with that being said, I'm going to turn this one over to you guys if you <laughs> want to chat about this. There's content coming out from October 1st all the way to November 4th. Why don't you share some details, folks? Yeah, so it's five weeks of events. They're doing uh, an event a week uh, through the beginning of November, culminating with a Halloween-type thing, which uh, has some rumors of some, like, uh, zombie stuff, you know, coming. Probably reminiscent of the um, the DLC for Borderlands 2. Uh, but this is kind of neat. There, n- nothing big, nothing big really. It's not like DLC, but it's more of, like, you know, just getting players who are playing more engaged. So this first week has been... Um, increased drop rates for a specific legendary so if you're looking for a specific gun or item for a build uh you know they're kind of telling you where you can get that and how you can get it and so people have been just playing and hunting i know uh, our one buddy has been farming for like days trying to get the doom shotgun and still waiting to get it it's kind of kind of sad actually the doom shotgun yeah they have a oh. sh- shotgun called the the hell walker or something and it's uh it's based on doom pretty sure i got it do you? Yeah. Uh, I don't have it. Oh. All right. Well, Trey's gonna be mad at you. But anyway, um, <laughs> to it, so for the next couple <laughs> next couple weeks, there's gonna be increased things like that, and then, like I said, week five is at the end of October through early November and a Halloween type thing. So pretty cool. Just you know, mixing it up for players. They're they're doing a good job of just constant updates in real time since release. I mean, the game's only been out a couple weeks, and they've already done quite a lot to it. So pretty neat. Yeah, man, I'm playing the heck out of this game. I have been farming. Like yesterday, I think I did three hours kill the same guy. Jesus probably. Dude. I'm not even joking. I probably killed him 150 times. What are you trying to get? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, actually, it's just I, fun I, seeing what you get, right? It's yeah, like a lottery. I mean, there, there's time. It's just it's Gigamind. If you guys want to go to him, he's in Meridian uh, Metroplex. Very very easy to farm, um, and he'll drop a legendary pretty much every time. Sometimes two or three. Easy peasy. I got a SMG that I've been waiting for. Now I'm just farming the hell out of them again. Nice. Good they need to just do some farming together. Let's do it. Do it. Nothing. <laughs> Why do I? Because they, they have like effects that they don't you don't know when you get it. Like right. you have to use it. And then it depends on the build and, you know, what you're doing with your character and how it fits. So, And then the nice thing about this game is that you can send items limitlessly to friends. So I've sent Dan a bunch of stuff and other people, you know, if I get like a gun where it's a rare legendary, but I, I'm never going to use it, I'll just send it to somebody rather than sell it. So everyone's like sending stuff back and forth to each other. It's, it's fun. Very cool. You sent me the poop cool. skin yesterday. I did. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the poop skin. <laughs> the shit. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Uh, if you're a Borderlands 3 person, this stuff is free. So definitely take a look at it. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, like I said, a lot of stuff leading up to Halloween and Borderlands. If it's one thing they do is uh, they do all these events, really fun Christmas, Halloween, all that kind of stuff. It's always a blast to kind of check out. So take a look at it. Uh, really quick, this is just another rumor slash whatever it is, but the Fallout Legacy Collection, and this is literally every Fallout game with the exception of 76, was somewhat leaked 
on an Amazon site um, is showing literally all this information. This is for PC, so we don't talk too much about PC, but if this is coming out on PC, it could potentially lead on to consoles. Um, and it was leaked for $39.99 in euros, which comes out to roughly $45, $44, depending on what the translation rate is right now. But this could be cool for gamers. Um, I don't even know if you guys have anything to comment on this. I've really fallen off of Fallout after Fallout 76 and some of the games that have come out for it. But anything you guys want to say on this one? Um, yeah, I would pre-order it, but without 76, I'm not interested. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's the game breaker right there. They, they've already had this collection multiple times. I have the damn um, yeah. Atomic Bomb thing with all the Fallout sitting mm -hmm. here somewhere in my game room. Um, so I, I was about to say they had that Atomic Bomb one. Yeah, and that's cool because for me it's a prop right but um they've had this collection multiple times some of these games i mean this is over 20 years old now uh just yep yeah nothing nothing yeah. really to write home about yeah. here okay anything from you on this one good, just move good, on, huh? <laughs> all right next one is just a nice bonus news for you so if you are not a game pass subscriber today and you do go for the game pass subscription they are offering spotify uh, for six months for free once again, this is for new subscribers. If you are an existing subscriber, unfortunately not Spotify available for you. So definitely take a look at that. Not really anything to comment on it. I mean, all of us listen to music and everything. I'm a big Spotify person, but some people aren't. Um, it's just streaming for music, and it's pretty much anything you want. But cool little bonus there. Um, one thing that is a big deal that has come out this week is crossplay is now open for business for Sony PlayStation <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> so kind of weird to even mention where we are in, in gaming today, but crossplay is now open even though they've selectively chosen games that were available via crossplay. Uh, for PC, um, which is strange, but good for gaming. I think at the end of the day, we can say it's good for gaming, and that's to come. Yeah, no, this is really good. In fact, we were uh, playing pub last night, and they were talking about the crossplay um, with PlayStation now. But what what's really weird about this is, so Layden is the one who was pushing kind of crossplay and the future thinking for PlayStation. He steps down, gets let go, whatever happened. And then the same week, they cut PS Now price in half and say crossplay's open to all developers. So just a very weird week for Sony. And I don't really know what's going on. This is good news for us, of course. Um, but it's just a strange timing for sure. I mean, this is only good. For, yeah, like you said, it's good for us. Yeah, it's good for gamers. I want to see some more. You know, I mean, Call of Duty obviously is going to have it. Oh, yeah. You know, now PUBG does. I mean, it's just, this is a no-brainer, you know? I mean, because it doesn't hurt you. You know, people are going to be playing on what they play on. You know, that's not going to make a big difference. And now that they know that they can play with people on Xbox or PlayStation, it's going to make even, you know... Better upgrade that dual shock. Yeah, we got a video. If you we like got to a video, out. yeah. They're better controllers <laughs> to, to try and compete. That's damn right. All right. Cool. <laughs> Moving on, yeah, it's. I think it's something we've all wanted for a while. Uh, we've seen like some games like Rocket League and stuff like that. You can play with people from different consoles. It's kind of weird that in 2019 this is just becoming like a big deal. I wish this was more uh, prominent in this generation earlier, like maybe 2016 or something. It would have been cool for this to happen. <laughs> no, a long good old time days. Ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so long ago. Anyways, uh, other big news this week, which I think is really big is Overwatch coming out on the Switch will not have Amiibo support. So big heartbreak <laughs> what? there. What did um, you say? I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. <laughs> I, I'm really heartbroken about it. <laughs> what? So. Pa pause the podcast. I'm going to cancel my pre-order real quick. <laughs> oh. 
Anyways, I hit my elbow so hard on this chair. It hurts so bad right now. I hope you guys. Have That's fun our news this week, folks. We're gonna close out the news. Sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let, let, let's get to a great listener question that we had this oh week. And this was actually a pretty fun one. I know Dan's going to be heartbroken for a while. What? <laughs> maybe, maybe in my suitcase I'll bring my Amiibo collection and we can like have like a war on the table or something. So Dan liked to throw his sunglasses and hit the chair and uh, has injured himself. So Dan may be on IR yep. for a couple weeks. That's it. Oh, wow. I'm in trouble. All right, <laughs> moving along from our news this week, guys. We got a great listener question. It's got us all thinking pretty hard. I, I so much to the point that I have ha- had to think about this a little too hard. But the question was: If you could have any developer develop any superhero game, who would it be, and what superhero would you want the game to be made from? So um, I'm happy to go first if you guys yes. are still thinking about it. But did, did, did Ains, did you have someone already in mind, or? Yeah, I've got an interesting one, so I don't care who goes first. Okay. Go ahead. I'll okay. go first. So let's see what you guys think about this one. So <clears throat> for me, <laughs> one of my favorite superheroes, he's not even really a superhero, but his Punisher. Um, always love Punisher. I just love the aspect of a guy just going out and kicking ass criminals and getting revenge generally. So I was thinking, what if Hangar 13 in Mafia 3 oh. or upcoming four style did a punisher game where you uh went around new york and different boroughs basically and had to take down different crime bosses and their organizations and it had uh you know just the ability to be punisher and have a huge arsenal and have upgradable elements to your skills uh so kind of like a cross between uh Mafia 3 and um, like a Ubisoft game where it's kind of a world and you have objectives but you can upgrade skills and just have a huge arsenal of weaponry and decent combat and uh, I don't know. I thought that would be cool. Kind of culminating in like the uh, head boss at the end, you know, the top of the organization, whatever it would be. John Travolta would be the final boss. (laughs) Perfect. So... So, but yeah, I love Punisher. I think it would be cool. I think that's something that would pretty easily fit in modern day games because you could just, you know, there's a lot of mechanics in games like Division and other games where you could kind of translate that over to Punisher's world. Yeah, do you remember the Punisher game back on PlayStation 2 by chance? Yeah, I do. Can you stream that on PlayStation now? I mean, it wasn't perfect, but. Mm. That's an interesting point, actually, yeah. PlayStation now, but yeah. yeah, anyway, I thought that would be cool. Uh, the other one I would like to see Great is one. something with Hellboy, but I couldn't really think what oh. I would want to see with Hellboy, yeah. so I'd have to think about that. Yep, that's a great one, too. Dan, how about yourself? What do you? Uh, what have you been throwing around? You know, had we got this question earlier, I would have had more time to think about <laughs> it, <laughs> but... this is all on AIDS okay so most of the time I mean I would normally say and I was telling you guys this earlier that I would just go with Rockstar to produce pretty much any game and then just bet on them to be you know good but thinking about it I really can't put together something that I'd like to see with this character so I would like to see a very good spawn game um, maybe done by Uh. like Gorilla you know, in, maybe in that in that what is that engine they use? Decima. The Decima engine. Yeah, just something. But Please don't be delivering packages. <laughs> not delivering packages. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, um, but I don't. I wonder how that engine would work like, in a, a city. You know, or I mean, I, I think they would do a great job, like in, in like a 
underworld kind of hellscape kind of thing if that's what they wanted to do you know a part of it but I mean it would be and then and then just in the city at one point yeah I don't know I, it's, it's tough I'd love to see a spawn game he's one of my favorite characters um, I love that stuff I still got all the number one issues of spawn like three mm. different variations of them so it's 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 one of my favorite characters of all time so I I, 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 I could nice. see them doing something with it you know I just don't know exactly what but short of that Rockstar could probably do something awesome too or so. CD Projekt Red even I, yeah but I think it's just it's just not big enough for something like that you know what I mean that, that that's why I'm struggling with having Rockstar do something like that but I like to see that too there's a lot of games mm-hmm. I'd actually like to see <laughs> Yep. So I got a few for you, and I'll rattle them off relatively quick, but I'm about to blow y'all's mind. Oh, jeez. So, here we Robin. go. So first of all, if I was... <laughs> I'd like to have a, just one of Robin, just Robin. my Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> the Teen Titans by Nintendo. Anyways. Perfect. All right, so um, the easy default one would be like doing Moon Knight with Rocksteady and have sure. him just simply do a super dark story with Moon Knight. I'm a big Moon Knight fan, do. so um, he would be cool. Um, if I was to do something kind of crazy here, I'd have Sucker Punch do a Green Lantern game because of the way they did lighting in hmm. Infamous Second Son and Last Light, and then they could use all the, the lanterns from the different courts around the, just a different universe, and that would be really cool for them to do that, and they do a really good job with power, so that'd be really nice. Um, and then a weird one would be Giant Squid making a aquaman game now aquaman known as kind of like a ridiculous superhero but if done right he could have a really cool uh game underwater just a whole bunch of different stuff going on there and have a really big budget now they did obviously obviously abuzu or abzu whatever you want to say and that game is really cool for making you feel you're in the water um and just do cool things Mm -hmm. but the one that is just totally out of nowhere and that I was thinking about when I thought about it hard is to do like an enemy game with like just a super villain and I would choose dark side here and have monolith create the game and then have them go as dark as possible and just have a whole bunch of just bad shit going on after playing condemned and Mm. the fear games that they did back in the day I'd like to see I'm tired of all the superhero stuff that's out this day let's do some super villain crap and then just have him destroy all the Justice League little by little Hmm. with Superman being the final boss so that's pretty cool yeah i love monolith i think i think Mm. manane's love monolith yeah monolith's amazing i you know in that vein who would work well with arcane you know dishonored and prey they do they have a very good game system what what hero or villain would work well with that i wonder Hmm. oh that would be awesome um i don't know that's something to think about something like that would work it almost have to be like yeah daredevil Daredevil would be cool daredevil yeah. Gosh, that would be good. Because he, he's all, obviously, he's blind, so you'd have to use all the monolith, or sorry, the um, the uh, arcane, like, powers yeah. where you would use, like, echolocation That'd be cool. and stuff. That would be kind of cool. I think, yeah. you know, just to cap us off here, I think that, um, I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff in the coming years with Spider-Man's success, Avengers is going to be huge, we know how big the movies are, we've talked about it, I... I see next gen as where um, superhero games start coming back and being big budget. Yep. For sure. Avengers should do some stuff for that too, even though we don't really know what that game's going to be like, but we'll see. see. Anyways, thanks for the question. A lot of fun. Got us really thinking about it and kind of had me jumping into superhero fun like crazy. I think it needs an overhaul, but you know, too much superhero crap these days. (laughs) Um, Amen. Anyways, let's jump over to to what we're playing. So, uh, Dan, why don't you kick us off? What are you uh, playing this week or what have you been into? Uh, A lot of farming, Borderlands. 
been playing Link's Awakening. Just kind of pacing myself on that one because I know it's not super long. Um, and then I played Sinar Wild Hearts, and I, I have no idea how to describe this game. <laughs> so I'm going to just tell you to go buy it, preferably on probably the PlayStation. I, mean, I don't think the graphics are going to be that big of a difference. You can play it on the Switch, but I would definitely play it in dock mode because it is a very fast-moving at times, uh, kind of collecting, you know, kind of on the rails sometimes. Sometimes you're playing like a game like uh, you're driving a car. Sometimes you're in a motorcycle. Sometimes you're flying through the air and you're collecting. It, it's, it sounds weird, and it, it incorporates this, all this music um, as you're playing, and you're fighting enemies kind of, you know. It, it, it's, it's so hard to explain. It's like, it's like five different games in one. And it's only like two hours long. It's not very long. I think it's twelve ninety nine on Switch. So probably the same thing it's on PlayStation. It's getting rave reviews. It's super good. Um, I was going to write a review for the site, but I just don't know how the hell I do it. I have no <laughs> idea what I play. Buy this and play it. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be it. It would be like, you just play this game, and you'll get this experience. Like I think that even the older gamers have never really had... It take, it's a lot of different games kind of rolled up into one, but not like any of them. So it's it's so hard to explain. And it, like I said, it's a really quick yeah. two-hour deal. And um, I would and say you, watch the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even that doesn't really give you a, as good an insight <laughs> as you would think. Because <laughs> it kind of just shows some of the first parts of the game. I mean, there's a part where you're in like a VR headset. And it's almost like an old Pac-Man game. It's, it's, really? it's, it's the weirdest hmm. thing I've ever played. But, but good. awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah super cool. fun. Cool. Cool. How about you, Ains? Uh I am playing the same thing I've been playing for four weeks. So I don't have a whole lot <laughs> gotcha. to add here. I'm playing Gears right. and uh, doing a lot of competitive on that. Um, just trying to finish medals, unlock new uh, characters and stuff, which is fun. And then uh, Borderlands, just a lot of Borderlands. Started my third character. Um, also doing, we did some co-op this week, which is an absolute blast, man. Doing the uh, the trials and the slaughterhouse with four people. If you haven't done that yet, find some people and do it, or just use the matchmaking in the game because it is hilariously fun. And um, yeah, it's just been just been a blast. Love it. Cool. Cool. Well, I I have some great news to announce after railing on not being able to play this game for a long time. <laughs> Um, I finally tried Metro Exodus on my new Xbox One X, um, and I am mind-blown by that game. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, if you have not played this game, stick with it just to kind of see what happens. Um, the game opens up in a very weird, icy terrain. Let me just tell you, that is not the game. <laughs> the way the game opens up and the story and the, and the gameplay and everything has just been awesome. I love this game, but I'm a big Metro fan to start with. So if you're not a Metro fan, I think uh, still check this game out because it is not in the typical vein of the past you know, tunnel-type Metro games where everything is taking place underground somewhere. That is not what happens here. Um, sounds also, like, finish Control. Sorry, Bert, mm -hmm. I was going to say, ahead. sounds like I need to go back to it because I was still in the icy part when I played it. Oh, I yeah. got that glitch where my partner wouldn't move and I couldn't advance the story, and I just said, all yeah. right, this is wasting my time. Um, but I haven't gone back you to it. You have to check it out. 
Yeah, no, I would good. definitely. That might be something we check out together when I'm up there next week or something. I don't know. Okay. And the other thing is, <laughs> from a technical perspective, I've seen. I wasn't the only one that was having these issues, which is really strange. If you go to, like to the Reddit for the game, tons of people are having problems, and then other people don't see anything. Um, and so playing between two different Xboxes, I don't know what happened. Maybe my old X was just tired or something. I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, it runs just amazing. I've had one glitch where one of the ghouls came through a wall, which I was having before. But I haven't had any hiccups, no no restarts, no dashboarding. It's been great. No roaches. And, uh, it, no roaches, okay. <laughs> even though there is roaches in the game. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's weird because it looks, looks absolutely beautiful in some areas. So um, anyways, I'll share some of that stuff later. Finished Control did a, got a 1,000 gamer score on that one. Fantastic game. Nice. If you guys want to try that one out eventually, give it a try. It's a lot of fun. And then we went back to uh, Apex uh, Season 3 this week, which was kind of fun oh, to yeah. see the new map. That is definitely a refresh that was needed. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we also tried, I guess, Season 4 uh, for PUBG, which is cool to play the cross-play stuff. So fun to check out some multiplayer while mixing in for some single player as well. I'll just so. put out there that PUBG does not feel like Borderlands. No. It's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's funny because after playing metro where everything's very slow methodical and you're like this heavy type character and you jump to apex and i felt like i was moving at a thousand miles an hour so um, so borderlands really 3 feels like apex it's very smooth very fast you can jump and shoot and all over the place very easily so yeah mm -hmm. going back to uh to pub was like holy crap this is different. Yeah, what, what is happening? Even though it runs really well now, which is funny. Yeah, it's smooth. It's um, just a very different gameplay style. <clears throat> All right, with that being said, I'm going to turn over our favorite section of this podcast, Name That Game, over to Ains. And boom, I'm here on this Name That Game. No, you, what you got for you? I don't have the bunny here this week. So. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think this one, uh, easily gettable. So... Uh, we'll see how this goes. Easily gettable. Gettable. All right. Yeah, new word for you today. Nice. All right. Starting off here. This game was released in Japan late 2006 and the rest of the world in August in 2007 for the Xbox 360. 2006, you said? In Japan, 2007, everywhere else. Okay, am I going first? This time? I, I, I think I am, right? Yes, Bert's first. Okay. I'm going to go with Lost Odyssey. Ah, considered a classic, but no, that's not. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> it's one of those like uh, 360 gems, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that game. I've played it all the way through twice. Yeah. What you got? I'm trying to think of what the hell would be released in Japan for the 360. I got a, I got a clue. Throwing down a clue request, which oh, could help you out, down. Dan. Go ahead. Is this an RPG? Yes. Shit. Okay. Don't my guess. Um, 360, 2006? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Crap. Dynasty Warriors 3. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. I'm just throwing something out. I'm trying to see. Jeez. All right. This game was published by Microsoft Game Studios, so first party, uh, and it was the first 360 game to be on multiple discs. It was three discs. Holy shit. Are you sure you're not talking about Lost Odyssey? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at here. Is that it? No, Blue Dragon? What's Lost Odyssey? 
published by Microsoft? I don't remember. Yeah, it was. Mm. Let me actually look. Okay, sorry, Dan, your guess. Blue Dragon. Shit, it is Blue <laughs> Dragon. Done. Ah, that was my next guess. Uh, see, I knew it was, was going to be too guess. easy. Damn it. That's the only one I could think of. I know. Damn it. I tried to make the clues a little more vague, but no, it didn't help. All right. All right, that's it. That was nice. really it. Yeah, that was it. Sorry, do, guys, I, that was anticlimactic. Currently showing my Blue Dragon uh, game here. And, uh, <laughs> yep, it is that's three funky. discs. I didn't know it was three discs. Loved it. You want? I was that hoping that would throw people Digital off, life. but that's the problem. It's really three. Just discs. so people are aware, Microsoft Game Studios at the bottom. This was. Uh, I'm about to nerd out here, but this was Microsoft's attempt to get more of the Japanese people to buy an Xbox 360. It was. It was bundled with the 360 in Japan, and it was one of two games. I've got all these clues here. It's one of two <laughs> games that were uh, an agreement with Mistwalker Studios to publish mm -hmm. on the 360 and Sagaguchi, the famous director of the first five Final Fantasy games, he wrote the story and even one of the tracks for the soundtrack. Nice. And what what was the art the art style inspired on Ains? What was your uh, anime and manga? That would be Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, people. so I, a couple of my other clues Dragon just Ball. so here. Many high-profile people were involved in the development, including final uh, leaders from Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Quest. And here's my favorite clue we didn't even get to. The game was Toriyama. considered a traditional RPG, but featured many modern uh, elements, such as charge and surprise attacks, along with a signature shadow skill that could be assigned to the classes, like similar to Dragon Quest Eleven, but 13 years ago. Nice. Yep. Blue Fun game. Dragon. Fun game. Got it. Love it. Played it. Yeah. Sorry, it was too. I, I, I wasn't lying. I said I think this one may be too easy, but damn it. All right. Next time, I'm going into the damn no. history books. You guys okay. are in trouble next going time. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <sighs> nice. That's a deep one. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyway. All right. Well, good. Good, good guessing, Dan. I, uh, first of all, I ain't some surprises you went with a Japanese type game like Blue Dragon. Um, like it. I mean, I mean, come on. That's what I live and love. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Dan, good guess. Good yeah. guess. That's the only one I could think of. I really didn't know it was three discs. I was just trying to think of mm. RPG. You know what helped me? Your clue. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was warm though. I was really warm. Yeah, lots of Odyssey. Odyssey. I figured I figured you guys would guess that because that's the more well known one. But I was hoping we could last a little yeah. bit. With Blue Dragon. I should have used Infinite Undiscovery because that one's a little rare. But. Yeah, that's that's what she said. Lasting with the dragon. Anyways, <laughs> um, anyways, we're gonna be uh, closing out our podcast with that. So, be closing out our podcast for this week. Yay. In fun news, um, I will be present at our home studio in Kansas. Finally, next week. Jesus, we got a we got a fun few fun things set up for you. We'll be hanging out, shooting some fun video here and there. Um, and uh, that'll be published uh, still on Monday. I think we're still aiming for Monday if I can edit that fast um, to get back. So we'll have that for you. I do have a video coming for you, and um, just to let you guys know, it's not really a secret anymore. It is for the Satisfy Nintendo Switch Grip, and the reason I was delaying on this one is because I didn't know if I was going to pick up a Switch Lite this week, and I would have both of the new Satisfy Grip and the original Satisfy Grip. I ended up buying the Red Box Nintendo Switch, so I will just be doing it on this one Nintendo Switch. So that should be out on Wednesday. There's no delays here anymore. Um, we'll be picking that one up. <coughs> Anything coming from you guys? Anything publishing, coming out, articles, videos? I am working on the next video in uh, the series I started. I just, uh, takes a lot of research, so 
kind of uh, didn't have enough time this week to put that together, but should be coming soon. And then I was just going to mention that uh, with you here next week, if you know we have a lot of listeners, if you don't typically watch us on YouTube, it may be fun to watch next week's episode because we'll all be in the same room together. It'll be uh, a little more, a little. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Bert's not going to be wearing a shirt, so <laughs> get ready. Nips out. <laughs> Yep. Really nice nipples. Let me just warn you, warm you guys up. Really nice ones. Uh, they glow. Little known fact. Yeah. Wait till we get to the barbecue joint. It's gonna be insane. Uh, barbecue sauce we, on the. We've gone uh, off right. the rails yeah. here. Off the yeah, rails. We have. Yeah. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening to us, like you always do. Um, whether you're video watching, listening to the podcast on your way to work, hopefully your day at work is fantastic. Have a great work week. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>